Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Art Carriers Cars Tour. And we head back to the Commonwealth of Virginia this weekend, Larry King Law's Langley Speedway, Saturday night for the running of Visit Hampton, Virginia, 125, 125 laps for the late model stock cars. Action will begin Friday afternoon at 4.15, the first practice for the late model stock cars. They'll have uh, three practices. They will wrap up at 6.45 on Friday night with the pits closing at 7.15. Teams will be back in action Saturday afternoon. Gates open at 2 o'clock. Late model stock car practice from 2 to 2.30. And then one more 30-minute practice from 2.45 to 2.15. Single car qualifying for the late model stock cars are at 5.30. Driver intros at 6.40. 7 o'clock, the green flag for the visithampton.com 125. Also in action this weekend, along with the Cars Tour late model stock cars, U-Cars will run 25 laps, the Super Streets will run 40, and the Pro 6 will run 30 laps. Looking at the entry list heading into this weekend's event at Langley Speedway, we've got 20 drivers pre-registered for this weekend's event. They include Brandon Queen, who's a two-time track champion at Langley Speedway and the defending track champion, Deke McCaskill, Andrew Grady, Brandon Pierce, Braden Rogers, Hayden Swank, Carter Langley, Carson Quapple, Chase Burrow, Jansen Marchbanks, Caden Honeycutt, who won a year ago at Langley Speedway, Chad McCombie, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Zach Miracle, Connor Jones, Mark Wirtz, a local favorite in the Hampton area, Connor Hall, our most recent guest here on Stickered Up, Jonathan Schaefer back in action this weekend, and Jacob Hefner. This will be the fourth time that the Cars Tour has visited Hampton, Virginia, and Larry King Laws Langley Speedway. And in those three events, previous events, we've had three different winners, Deke McCaskill, Lane Riggs, and then Caden Honeycutt, last year's winning winner, three pole winners, Riggs, Honeycutt, and Corey Heim. And uh, the only three, only two drivers that have competed in all three of the previous events, Bobby McCarty and Brandon Pierce, eight of the 18, eight of the 20 drivers that are pre-entered for this weekend's event have run a Cars Tour race at Langley Speedway. The gentleman that throws the caution flag is going to be our guest today, Brandon Willard. He'll wave that caution flag. We'll come down pit road, we'll stick her up, and when we return, we'll talk with Brandon Willard from the Cars Tour. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. 
Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. Hey, this is Brandon Willard waving the flags for the car store. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Green flag back in the air. This edition of the Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And via the GSX Raps hotline, the gentleman that waves those flags on Saturday night for the Cars Tour, Mr. Brandon Willard. Brandon, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Man, we I know we tried to get you on last year and the stars just didn't align. Uh, and and I saw something this weekend that caught my eye. You, you, you do a, such a great job of helping to promote the Cars Tour with your social media. And you indicated that Langley Speedway is one of your favorite speedways, and it kind of dawned on me that we needed to get you on the show. So um, I wanted to ask you about that. What what makes Langley Speedway one of your favorite speedways to go to? Well, there's there's really not one thing that that sticks out. Langley's just such a unique place. I always love going to f- visit all the tracks throughout the Virginias, and uh, it's just not one one particular thing. Langley's just just that uh, unique place, the environment, the atmosphere, the fans, and, and you know, the local talent that comes to visit us at Langley. Uh, that just, uh, I just love love the Speedway. It's just a very unique place to go to, and and uh, that's about that's about all. It's just not one one particular thing that that shoots at me, and uh, I just I, I like I like the track. I like all of them. I mean, all of them are the same to me. I just uh, any racetrack on a Saturday night's a good place to be. Well, I will I will ask you this because I, I'm going to take you back to Franklin County about a week and a half ago when you said all tracks are the same, but that that spot that uh, flag stands a little bit lower to the ground, and you had the best seat in the house for the finish of the Pro Late Model race. Want to talk a little bit about that? And I feel like you could have re- literally reached out and touched the roof of Luke Finhouse's car as they crossed the start finish line. Yeah. That- that one definitely isn't the same as as other places. That's that's for sure. Um, I, had, I had people throughout the day that have never visited Franklin County. Um, they they was all telling me I was you know brave and you know I was crazy for for standing so close to the track. Um, you know it's always always been like that for what uh, everyone has told me. Obviously I wasn't around back then. Um, but uh, me and uh, my father. We uh, worked for about two to three years off and on for the local shows there. Um, I can't remember what particular years they were, but, you know, I've gotten so used to it. And, you know, whatever flag stand it is, that's my office. I'll work with whatever. And as long as I'm waving flags, that's I get so comfortable there. But the finish of that pro late model race, it was 
very very exciting and i was i was right there and I, when they come off a of turn four at franklin county you can you can see them you can you can see them blink and when they make a move just like mike looney did in qualifying you can see every move they make up on the wheel it's it's actually one of my favorite flag stands to be in believe it or not because you can see everything that goes on did you have to uh take a deep breath at the conclusion of that one man because i've seen some of the pictures that some of these amazing photographers that the cars tour has followed them around man and i mean some of those photos could probably go into some contests because of literally how close you were to the cars when they crossed the start finish line i had to after after the field crossed by i had to look down and make sure i had all my toes because uh they my because the obviously they were on the wall right um, i had to look down and make sure i had all all 10 toes but uh but yeah it was it was very exciting um very good finish I know we had a few hiccups along the way, but but no matter no matter what happens, it was it was a good race. We got there, um, and it's it was a very exciting night. Brandon, I want to ask you a little bit about how you got into it. I, I know the story, but I want you to to tell our fans and, every, and our listeners how did how did Brandon Willard become the flagman for the Cars Tour, and, and what inspired you at a young age? Is this is something that you wanted to do? Well, it. The short, the shorter as uh, the shorter version that I can really make it up to be. Uh, my father started flagging back at Friendships Motor Speedway uh, when it was asphalt back in 2005, and uh, that's ba- back when I was a little kid playing in the stands. Um, I actually was more so playing at the playground and all that good stuff. Um, and he ended up flagging at Friendship, and then moving on to Southern National in 2008, I believe. Um, before it closed down for a few years and he ended up getting me my own little set of flags and i'd flag for uh you know in the stands behind him uh so you then, were, so you were that kid in the state i was that kid i'm okay. the kid that everyone saw it but the the track that i was known for was the motor mile kid I, motor mile was always my favorite track and and if there's one track that could probably top langley it'd probably motor mile because motor mile um if it, i know hickory and ace and and Careway, those are the tracks that are closest to me, but Motor Mile will probably always have my heart because that's always the track uh, that I would I would choose to go to because Dad would let me pick back then because we'd go somewhere every week to watch a race and I would take my my little flags and I would go uh, you know flag I you know I'd go in the stands and flag and if Hickory Ace or Caraway any of the local the closer tracks were racing but Motor Mile was racing. We'd make that extra hour drive to to go watch a race at Motor Mile um, because it, that was just my my favorite track. Um, but yeah, Dad was flagging at Southern National in 2008, and he moved on to the UARA Stars Late Model Series uh, from 2009 to 2013, I believe was their last year. And uh, once again, I flagged in the stands behind him, and you know I wandered around in the pits, um, and then uh, that series uh, ended. And the Coma Modified Series came in in 2014. And then Dad flagged, I believe he flagged the first year of that series. And I stood on the flag stand and, you know, kind of was his backup. I don't believe I ever flagged any races. Okay. And then uh, that series faded away. And then the first year of the Cars Tour come in. And then that's when, you know, I said, okay, I want to, I want to flag, you know, I want to do this for real. Dad kind of pushed me into it because I didn't want to do it at the time. I was still actually a little nervous being on the flag stand, yeah. you know, but it was kind of a, you know, you're going to do it. 
you've you've been in the stands too long enough, you're gonna actually flag some. And you know, once I actually flagged my first big race, because Dad did let me flag a Legends race, like the Legend Cars at Southern yeah. National. He let me flag a few practices in the UARA Stars days, but never anything big like a late model race or anything like that. But as soon as I flagged the first uh, Cars Tour late model stock race at Southern National, everyone probably remembers it because it was like 30 degrees outside. Um, yeah. The one that Todd Todd Gilliland won. Right. Uh, as soon as I got that one out of the way, I was hooked. And I did forget to mention, I did flag a couple of Coma modified races uh, before the series ended. I think it was at the the end of 2014. I forgot to put that in there. But the Cars Tour is really where I got started. Um, uh, for the first three years, I believe, I flagged the late models. Dad flagged the super late models. And, uh, and then once Brad Allen, Brad Allen was always in the tower with chris regal chris regal yeah. was the race director yeah um for the first uh x amount of years and uh, brad allen was assistant up there uh we all love brad and uh then brad left the cars tour and then dad filled in his role in the tower and then that's when i become solo on the flags and i believe it was 2018 yep um i think i think that was the year and then that's when i took over and then that's where i am today i've uh i've i've enjoyed it it's been a lot of fun. I do miss my dad on the flag stand, uh, but that's really the sh- the shortest way I can put it. It's been a it's been a crazy crazy ride. Uh, I've always told told myself that I wanted to um, you know follow in whatever my dad does. So maybe maybe one day I might end up being a race director. I don't think I'll end up racing, but uh, uh, if I can be as half as good as my dad, I'll be I'll be satisfied. Well, I tell you what, he would probably be willing to trade jobs with you this weekend coming up if you want to race direct. I'm sure he would take over the flag stand for you after the last couple of races. Um, that that he's had some some challenges that not necessarily his fault, but um, <clears throat> I, I did want to ask you because I see this I see this on cars tour weekends. Kind of a feeling or emotion do you have when you turn around and you see that same kid? That, that was essentially you 10 years ago behind you doing the flags? Because I've seen it several times at Hickory, Motor Mile. Do you get in, does, does that strike a chord with you at all? Oh, I love it. There's nothing. I've always told people along the way, and I'll continue to say it. I do, I do my job for the fans, and there's not one particular fan. But if there's one that sticks out, it's that little kid waving the flags because that's me. And I always see myself in that fan, that, that little boy or little girl that wants to flag because there are there's are there is women uh, yeah. out there that do flag, um, and there's there's nothing more. It almost brings a tear to my eye seeing that because I know that was me and that's how I got to where I am today. And I do my best to go up to them and talk to them. I always try to get out of my own way to go and say hi, how are you? Um, because you never know if you'll ever see that that young man or young lady again um considering we do travel so far uh, to some of these facilities um and i do i've i've handed out flags i've handed out a checkered flag Uh, i try to hand out like a like a pair of gloves that i may not wear anymore like here here have some gloves right um it's kind of my my way to say thank you um and you know if that's what you want to do don't give up uh another side story to that we was at a uh, cars to a race at ACE one year and 
I can't remember. I think it was 2019, maybe the first year that Cars Tour went to Ace. Josh Berry ended up winning the race. And uh, the little little boy and his father come up to me after the race, and they wanted to go to get a picture with Josh because he had a he had a Josh Berry T-shirt on. I'm like, all right, cool. And the little boy, uh, little boy couldn't talk all that well. I think he did have a disability, but um, at the time, I was like, all right, go get go get your picture. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah. So so we we got the picture done. He come back, and his father said, "Thank you, you're awesome." And I said, stay right here. I went up and grabbed uh, a checkered flag from, from my backup bag. I do grab, I do always uh, carry extra flags in case of an emergency or whatever happens. It was his birthday, his, his father said. So I said, happy birthday. I signed it with a Sharpie. I said, happy birthday. Uh, be awesome. And uh, as soon as I handed him, in that, handed him that flag, he, he started crying. He gave me a big hug. And that's what it's all about. It, it almost makes me want to cry, you know, telling it again. Uh, but that that's why I do it. And, uh, you know, that's where I, that, that's my path on how I got here today. And that's an awesome story. We're talking with Brandon Weller, the flagman for the Cars Tour here on Stickered Up. And, and Brandon, like you said, you do it for the fans. Um, anybody that has been to a Cars race, um, you know, it, it, most flagmen are entertainers like I consider you. And that's actually opened some doors for you. Um, you've had the opportunity to, um, I don't want to call it moonlight, but aside from the cars tour, you, you've actually flagged some of the bigger late model races um, at the end of the year. I know that you've um, you flagged the Thanksgiving Classic down at Carteret for their big money race. Uh, Goodyear this past November. Um, you also um, work with Ace Speedway, South Boston Speedway. If I'm not mistaken, did you flag Martinsville last year as well? Yes, that is correct. I did flag the the Barnesville late model race. That was that was kind of my Daytona 500 because you know going back, uh, I always sat in turn one uh, as a little kid flagging in the stands at Martinsville for the big. Uh, well, as far as I can remember, I think it was like the Taco Bell 300, then it was yep. the Bailey's 300. Yep. Uh, and then so on, so on. Uh, but And then I always used to tell Dad, this race is so cool. This is like the Super Bowl of late model racing, which it is. Um, Absolutely. And I'm going to flag this race one day. And Dad said, you know, obviously he supported me. He said, you know, you go as far as you as you want. There's no limit. And then when I got the call last year from, from Shane Laws, and, you know, it's just it, – it was – I was speechless, and and I still am today. I just I can't believe that I got to do that race. It was it was so cool. I'm I'm so thankful, and I'll always be thankful and grateful for the opportunities that have come my way. And uh, I'm always humbled. I've got a really cool picture of you throwing the checkered flag over Landon Pimbleton, one of my GSX Rabs drivers that that I've got in my office. So uh, there's that too. Uh, another big event that you've got coming up on your calendar here in a couple of weeks. The Tony Stewart's SRX series heads to South Boston Speedway in a couple of weeks and definitely a unique opportunity for you. Um, and you also got an opportunity at South Boston a, a few weeks back to to flag the sprint cars. And let me tell you, man, those sprint cars, the speed that those that those cats carried around that racetrack was ridiculous. I can't imagine what it felt like on top of that flag stand. Uh, it, I told Dad it felt like I was in a tornado just hanging on because at that point you just can't wave the flag. You're just holding on. And for anyone that has actually seen my flags, I use really, really um, thin dowels, really small sticks. They're really light. 
So at that point, you know, you're just hanging on. But um, really cool. I'm I'm very happy to add the sprint cars on my on my resume. Is really cool. He dad he has the super modifieds that he got the flag at Southern National back in the day. I haven't gotten those yet, but I I have the sprint cars on him. We always butt heads on who has this and who has that. <laughs> I keep telling him we're we're gonna have to make a list and see who's flagged more tracks because he has some on me that I'll never get to get the flag because I thought I was going to get Rockingham on him. He got Rockingham back in the UARA days. Right. But um, I guess that one's going to have to wait. But uh, the sprint cars, they were super, super cool to get to work with. Uh, I know they did call me and, and wanted to add me to their, you know, uh, official roster. Uh, I did work uh, an event for them this past weekend in Michigan. Okay. And I'm looking forward to working some events with them later throughout the year that I can work in. Uh, it's, it's a different adventure, but you know, I'm always up for, for new things. Um, uh, we all, uh, you know, as officials and racers and, and, and even fans, sometimes we all, sometimes we like to joke and complain that we want an off weekend and we're too busy. But in reality, when that off weekend does, you know, approach us, uh, we wish we were at the racetrack. So, you know, well, you and your dad, uh, you and your dad, obviously, you do that pretty much every weekend. And I, th- I think I wanted to share something with a lot of people that may not know that just show up for, you know, qualifying or for the race. I don't think people realize that, that you're, you're fully engaged with, with a lot of different things on race day. I mean, you're, you're helping get cars through tech. You're, you're kind of directing traffic, you're doing a lot of different things. It just doesn't encompass that, you know, being in the flag stand. And like you said, man, you, when you don't, when you're out there to cars tour weekend, I see it South Boston. I see it Ace. I mean, so it's definitely something that's in your blood for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, whether whether our role is whether our title is you know flagman or race director or whatever, it's it's a full day. It's a it's you know from from point A to point B, and that point A is when you get there, and that point B is when you leave. Uh, we're constantly engaged, and we're working to make the to make the day go as smooth as possible. Um, whether (laughs) there's no certain thing it's just it's technically all things um you know we're here there and everywhere we want to as a team we want to make the day go as smooth as possible make sure everyone's happy and and i know at the end of the night it's it's sometimes it doesn't always work out but that's that's part of it that's why we do it and uh we love it before i let you go brandon i want to talk to you a little bit i want to get your your uh your cliff notes version of the first handful of races here in the cars tour uh pro late models have run four events late model stock cars have run five anything stand out for you so far in 2022 anything that surprises you anything that jumps out at you on the late model stock side i mean it's it's been a it's been a wild season i I was telling dad and, and i'm sure he's heard of it this year has been the challenge the most challenging year by far um you whether it's this or that for some things unknown for and uh for for some things good and some things bad yeah uh this year has been the most challenging cars tour season yet and we're not to the halfway point um we have seen great racing so far as you know expected yeah uh, nothing nothing stands out to to me because we have great talent through throughout the field and these drivers are are expected to perform at high levels which they're doing and and as anyone in the country should know the cars tour is the hardest series 
to win in. Yep. So it's it's the Cup Series of late model stock racing. You have to put an entire 125 laps together to win. For pro late models, it's the same way. I mean, people argue, yeah, we have we we may have 12 to 15 pro late models compared to 25, 27 late model stocks. If you go look at the point standings, the point standings are tighter in the pros than the late model stocks, but yeah. the racing across both is equally as entertaining. You you get your money's worth for both, and it's it's been a great season so far. I'm excited to watch what the late model stock guys do at Langley, and and even the tracks moving forward. Yeah, one of the tracks moving forward. Before I let you go, and, and this may be where this may be where you get one up on Dad. Uh, it's recently announced that the Cars Tour will actually be the sanctioning body for the late model stock car portion of the. Uh, month of august racing at north wilkesboro obviously still some details to come out about that event but i can't foresee you not being in the flag stand for for that event is that something that that has been mentioned or brought up to you as far as a a future event for you it has it has just some some tiny details but i know uh i know we're all still working on you know the getting the full layout you know planned i I know like with with everything else all the other series and and divisions and everything. I don't think anyone really knows what, wh- how the schedule is going to be run. But yes, cars tour, late model stocks. Uh, I believe it's the 29th through the 31st of August. But uh, I plan on being a part of that. Uh, I've already taken, taken the days. But uh, it's going to be a very exciting show. I know everyone's eager to see how it's going to uh, play out with, uh, with Wilkesboro being alone for. I believe uh what 12 years, 11 years. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're going to find out a lot um with the with the smart modifieds that are going to be there this week. Um I know that they just announced today, um Tuesday as our recording day that that Bobby Labonte, Burt Myers, uh Jonathan Brown, those guys are actually be doing a test um on Wednesday, June 1st. Um so it'll be interesting to see what kind of feedback we get from that particular test and and moving forward and um, you know, the late model stock car is the last weekend of that. So uh, hopefully the track is intact and we can see some phenomenal late model stock car racing at North Wilkesboro. Brandon, thank you so much uh, for joining us here on the Stickered Up podcast. Uh, look forward to seeing you this weekend at Langley Speedway. And um, like I said, man, you get plugs every week here um, in and out of break. So uh, we definitely had to get you on. Glad you could make time for us. Thank you guys for having me. I had so much fun. I'm glad I was finally able to make it, and hopefully we can do a lot more in the future. Sounds good. That's Brandon Willard, the flagman for the Cars Tour. Caution flags in the air. We'll take this opportunity to come down pit road, stick her up, we'll return, we'll wrap up this edition. Stickered Up, official podcast to the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. 
for custom CNC sheet metal design and fabrication. GeoCut, aluminum, stainless, mild steel, parts, gussets, tabs, assemblies, and more. GeoCut, South Boston, Virginia. Large and small batch powder coating, media blasting, surface conditioning and finishing, and much more. GeoCut, 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. GeoCut, 434-201-4824. Adam Zirkel, Performance Technologies, video overlays powered by Race Trades. Compare your driving line around the track against the best and see how you stack up against the competition. They get every lap, every car. Every Available car. at every Cars Tour event. New for 2022 tracks on IT services, and they can set up a network exclusive to your needs at the racetrack on race weekends. Contact Adam Zirkel, 434-222-8947. That's 434-222-8947. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid rock carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Hey, this is Deke McCaskill, driver of the 08 per year tank line Chevrolet. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn. White Flag, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solder Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And we head to Larry King Law's Langley Speedway this weekend for the visit Hampton.com 125, 125 laps for late model stock cars. In addition, U cars will run 25 laps, Super Streets will run 40 laps. The Pro 6 will run 30 laps. Again, late model stock cars will take to the track Friday afternoon, alternating practices starting at 4.15, wrapping up at 6.45. Back in action Saturday afternoon, gates open at 2 o'clock. Late model stock car practice 2 to 2.30, 2.45 to 3.15. 5.30 single car qualifying for the Cars Tour late model stock cars. 6.40 driver introductions and 7 o'clock. Brandon Willard, our most recent guest here stickered up, will wave the green flag to the visit hampton.com 125. want to thank all of our partners that helps bring Stickered Up to you each and every week. Solid Rock Carriers, Bront Shock Technology, Furniture for Less in Jacksonville, Pit Road TV, GeoCut, Adam Zirkle Performance Technologies. Also, special shout out to our production team here at Broadcasting Experts, Morgan Patrick and Dave Perkins. And again, thanks to our guest today, Brandon Willard. Until next time, I'm Stephen Dunn, and that's the checkered flag on this edition of Stickered Up Podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.